These are the stories of noble heroes and wicked villains, of ordinary people and extraordinary deeds. These are Fortunes Untold. So as you proceed into the, uh, I guess, the main hall of the keep, you see a pair of large uh, wooden double doors have sort of rotted and decays over the years and are sagging. You wouldn't really try and move them. It might be unwise, but you're able to easily duck under them to get into the the main body of the keep. They have, at this point, collapsed. Almost. They're sort of hanging, like, sideways off of their hinges, kind of propping each other up. Oh, guys, okay, so I'm squeeze inside. Yeah, you kind right. of sort of squeeze in through them. You reach a gloomy hall. What's a place for sumptuous feasts? Now it is only home to death and decay. The remains of rotting flesh and moldy tapestry spread an odor thick enough to make a living visitor gag. In old wooden chairs and on the cold stone floor, the remains of what once must have been the king's Alderlander soldiers, as if they had fallen during a final supper. So as you look across this hall, there are large trestle tables, uh, just you know, one after the other, and sitting at these tables are half-skeletal and mummified corpses just slumped in their chairs. Like a raid wedding? These men didn't die in battle. And as you, as you look, there, the table was is set still as if uh, for dinner, you know, not actual food, but there's cutlery and plates and uh, silver urns and you know, for wine and such sitting on the table, but yeah, just dozens of corpses and some that are dressed in the rotting clothing of servants sort of collapsed on the floor uh, along the sides of the hall this is unnatural I don't like it I can see silver urns there yeah let's let's take a look be on your guard though and Wolfred is going to go up to one of the the bodies kind of poke at it with his club <laughs> uh, you poke it it doesn't move except for a bit of leathery flesh sort of falls to the floor. These, from the looks of it, these men have been dead for quite some time. Okay, yeah, let's let's check out these uh, this cutlery and these urns and everything. Does anything look a little little valuable? Can go in the pack. Uh, matter of fact, you find several uh, silver jugs, uh, still a little tarnished, but otherwise, and this being forbidden lands, you're going to find. D6 silver jugs. So why don't you give me a roll? Okay. Let's see what you can find. Tell me how many we find, Andrew. Okay. Hopefully it'll be six. It'll be five silver jugs. That's pretty jugs. good. David, give me another D6 roll. Okay. That is a three. They, you find a, a total of five silver jugs worth three silver apiece in Ooh. your estimation. Um, What wheat would you say? Hmm. I would probably, they're not tiny. These are going to be light items. Light. They're, you know, they're essentially heavyweight silver uh, carafes, functionally, jugs for wine or uh, ale or similar similar drinks. So they're fairly weighty. Let's throw those in the pack. Into the giant dwarf's pack they go. Exactly. Well, if they're going into your pack, that's good. Rustle of paper. Well, that's a good wee haul. So there are also... You can pretty much see that the this is the main hall, the central portion of the building, and to proceed to the rest of the keep, you would go straight through. There are also, as you look in the side halls, and you know you kind of, I assume you're sort of rummaging around to see what else you can find. Right. Um, you find a variety of uh, guest quarters. You find the kitchen, servants' quarters. You don't really find anything else valuable, but you find a similar scene pretty much everywhere except maybe the guest quarters. The, the kitchen staff is sort of just collapsed, almost as if they were standing, you know, like working at a counter or next to the fire. They're just slumped over where they stood. So this is like different from the mist. Things came from the mist. This is like they died on their feet. Yeah. Well, remember the legend that you were told of this place, of king uh, of the king refusing to die mm-hmm. oh. until, until the curse uh, suddenly ended at one point. Vulcan, I don't like this. These people, this wasn't a, I don't think this was a fire. It obviously wasn't a fire, and it doesn't look, this is sort of any sort of uh, attack, because it seems like these people just dropped where they stood. That is worrying. They've also 
the group that came in before us left this silver. Yeah. This is necromancy. I don't like it. But uh, searching through, again, you find corpses in beds. It's almost as if just the middle of everyday life, everything just stopped. But I presume a little, little creeped out. Yeah, Nothing definitely. else of value found. Are you going to press deeper into the, uh, into um, the castle? So, so with this castle, is it is it just a one-story thing and everything that's going to be valuable will be in a basement or is there an upstairs? Um, the castle, from what you can see from outside, essentially it's built up a small mountain. Mm-hmm. The gatehouse is at the bottom. It goes into the what you would essentially think of as the House of Knights or you know, sort of the main hall. And then from what you could see from outside, the upstairs of the main hall, there was a there may still be a bridge leading over and up into what would have been once been the uh, part of the Lord's Keep, okay. a second tower. And then at the very peak of this uh, small mountain is the final keep. But those are functionally separate buildings. Yes. So the, this is the downstairs. This building just has a downstairs. So anything like anything else further is going to be leave this building and go. Um, essentially, yeah. The, okay. the building does actually have a couple of stories, but again, it's all the same. Um, it's mostly like the Great Hall pretty much takes up almost to the ceiling of this place. And then there's a couple of stories of servants' quarters and other things on either side of it. Okay. Well, but, yeah. down we go. Well, up, really. Uh, you're, as I said, you're coming. We're the bottom moving up towards. Yeah, you're essentially oh, okay. at the bottom moving up. Okay, okay, yeah. I'm How's sorry, the I light was... level? What's that? How's the light level? There are very high, almost uh, window slit type windows along the Great Hall, uh-huh. and they are allowing light in. You do have to, and there are some areas, particularly as you're exploring the side halls, you do have to, to strike a torch. Oh, I was really going to say, can search. I walk with a torch and my sword, like yeah. with my torch pointed forward? Yeah, absolutely. So as you proceed on, you go up a set of stairs and through a doorway. There's no longer any doors in this doorway. You come to a sheer drop. It's as if the axe of a giant has cleft both the stronghold and the rock in two and left left a deep, infected wound from which the sound and stench of the mountain's death rattle rises. A single chain spans the darkness of the ravine, and it's obvious there used to be a bridge. The opposite wall with the yawning portal into the eastern half of the stronghold is stands five meters away. So, yeah, you are... You can see at one point there was probably a drawbridge that, that spanned this, and it, other than this chain, it is long, long gone. From below, in this chasm or small ravine, you can actually see the bottom, although it is uh, fairly far down, and it's shadowy, but you do get the you get a vague sense of movement. Why don't, you, why don't you pitch one of those torches over and see what we see? I'm going to pitch a torch over and see what we see. Uh, the torch sort of gutters as it falls and, and lands at the very bottom of the ravine. And this is, uh, you know, fairly far down. So you, you can see somewhat. It looks like actually there must be a way in from ground level. You see a pair of what appear to be uh, coach houses at the base of the ravine. And uh, they're, they're just partially collapsed, rotted. And you can't really tell, but there are things. Something's crawling across the ground. Not like a thick mat, but you get the you get the distinct impression of animal shapes moving, flopping, and crawling. Does the torch change their movement at all? Like, would, would they move around it, or does it get smothered by them? They seem to draw away from it, enough that you can't really get a good look at them. Well, one thing's for sure. This castle wasn't built by dwarves. It's already fallen down. Exactly right. It was dwarven make, we could just knock on the door and walk on in. So you stand at the edge of this uh, this ravine. So how wide is this chain, and how secure is it? The chain is the, the chain spans the entire length, essentially oh. of the of the chasm. It's a, I mean, it's probably easily as big around as the Olkin's arm. Okay. I so mean, it's it's heavy iron chain meant for for hold, hauling up a drawbridge. Okay. So this is not something that, like you would use on a clip a padlock to. No, what I was getting no. at. Okay. I mean you could, but I wouldn't recommend it. So I could effectively climb it climb across it. You could, yeah. Or use it as the uh, basis for something else if you were to, to decide to 
support something on the but yeah you you get the distinct feeling it will easily bear your weight i i think i should go first this time only fair <laughs> i did last time i guess it's my turn now um so uh i would like to uh i don't know what that claiming action is called Dangle, but overarm it. Over yeah, like you're. I don't know what you would properly call that either, but I know what you're talking about. Good. Uh, like you're on a set of monkey bars. Yeah. All right. Well, that is going to be a uh, move roll. Okay. Roll for initiative. That's good. <laughs> oh, move based on agility. My lowest score. Oh, oh, that's good. Um, I've also got a one. I've got my. I mean, you can try and jump it. <laughs> Which is also move. Okay. <laughs> hey, can can I aid another? Can I grab the chain and kind of help pull it taut? Because I assume it's, there's at least probably a little slack or oh, something. Yeah. And so help stabilize it so that he can move over more easily. Yeah. You know what? Sure. Cool. All right. Yeah. Add a, D, uh, add a D6 skill die. As he's uh, trying to stabilize it, keep the sway down. Okay. Um, so I have my four agility die because I've okay. got four points in agility. I've got my, my move. And I have that extra one. Thank you, Avery. Not a problem. Um, and I'm going to attempt to crawl across with it. Falling into, into the darkness. Falling to my horrible, horrible death. See what happens. Oh, crap. No oh. sixes. Uh, can I push? Yes. Okay. Um, so uh, basically, anything that's not... Uh, did you did you get any ones on... Uh, Two ones. On your skill dice or anything? Just on your attribute dice? Uh, just on my attribute. Okay, yeah. Reroll the uh, the ones and six... The, uh, just the ones from the rest of it. Let's see. Or sorry. Reroll everything that wasn't a six or a one. Okay. And well, <laughs> that's pretty much everything else. No sixes again. Ooh. Uh-oh. All right. Well, because you had two ones... Actually, <laughs> did you roll any additional ones? No. Okay. Well, you take two points of agility damage. Yeah. You get most of the way across, and all of a sudden, your arms just give out. Well, that sucks. And, yeah, you, your, your grip slips, and... Wolfred? Sorry. And Wolfred, Wolf you see your friend just... His, his grip gives way, and he plummets into the chasm. Oh, God! I need to look up falling. <laughs> I was not actually expecting you to plummet. I wasn't either. <laughs> I thought I would, like, if that many die... I roll a second time, and I'm good. All right, Olkin, you you see your friend Wolfred just getting smaller as you plummet into this uh, into this ravine. I mean, it's fully probably 30, 40 feet down at least, and you think you're done for. Yep. All we hear is... <laughs> <laughs> and then you <clears throat> slam into the roof of one of those stable buildings. Oh, delightful. Oh, you lucky son of a dog. Too <laughs> lucky. I mean, you smash through it. I mean, it hurts. You take two points of strength oh, as wow. you wow. slam into it and just smash straight through. So it is falling damage. I know that it may be weird, but can you do? Can you soak that with armor? Uh, no, actually, it specifically, well, it specifically says metal armor gives no protection. <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing studded armor. Yeah, I'm gonna say in this instance, no. But if metal it doesn't armor really doesn't, make sense. anything yeah. else is gonna. Because it's just sheer Im full body impact. Right. Unless it's padded armor, because it's padded. <laughs> yeah, it's in the you name. Go. You're wearing a rubber suit. It's fine. <laughs> Olgan, you are now staring. You're now staring through a wolfkin shaped hole in the roof of this building, and you're lying on your back in the rotten remains of a cart. I'm okay. <laughs> well, I, I'm. I think I'm okay. <laughs> I I don't think I'm okay. <laughs> I'm going to tie some rope up, and I'm going to come down there for you. That might be helpful. <clears throat> so, yeah. So, I've, since I've got rope as a trade good, All right. I'm going to tie that up, and I'm going to shimmy on shimmy down. Shimmy on down. All right. Just give me... You got gear. Give me a move check. I doubt you're going to fail this, but... Can I do a mic check? <laughs> All right. So, move. We have my agility. I get one die because of my gear. Yep. That's it. Three dice. Yeah, you're good. Yep, you got your one six. You're fine. All right, Woo. barely. <laughs> you almost feel your grip start to slip, but it might be psychosomatic. <laughs> but yeah, you let yourself down, and uh, through the light of the torch that was tossed down here earlier, <laughs> uh, El and Elkin as well can see this as you're levering yourself out of the remains of the the like. What you saw moving are well, it's hard to describe. Some of its limbs 
like detached limbs just sort of flopping and crawling around aimlessly. Some of it appears to be animals that were crudely stitched together and given some sort of unnatural life. You see a you know, you see a what appears to be a large snake, for example, with the head of a, a rooster attached, sort of slithering away. None of it seems to be acting aggressively towards you, but it's unsettling. By the gods and all the devils, I'm going to swing that torch around trying to get them to get away from me. Yeah, they, they do recoil. None of it actually seems to be coming forward, towards you. And as you look around, you see, in addition to that, the, the ravine appears to be just littered with a variety of bones and bits of dried flesh and, you know, again, withered limbs and, you know, stuff that's not moving. It, it's almost as if somebody was just using it as a trash heap and pitching something out, pitching things over the side of the ravine. This is necromancy. There's nothing else. Absolutely. So as you look, the stable is not, it's actually not a full building into itself. It's been built out from the mouth of a cave that's in the side of the ravine. Um, And as you look, you can see, uh, as I said, the remnants of several what were carts, that are that are parked in it. They've all since you know pretty much collapsed, but they are emblazoned with the heraldry, heraldry of Alderland. And you notice some chests wow. at the back of these. Uh, I'm going to turn to you first and go. Can you heal me? I'm a bit hurt. Right. <laughs> sure. Let's do that. But while we're here, why don't we check out those chests? Maybe you, uh, maybe your nose for treasure leads you even when you don't expect it. Here, hold this torch. And yeah, I'll try and, and make a healing check. All right. That's my empathy, my skill, and my gear bonus for my bandages. Okay, I got two successes. Is that good enough? Or um, Yeah, that'll bring back two of my strength. Yeah, it's either strength or agility because you took damage to both. Um, uh, yeah, I'll put, it, I'll put it back on my strength because I'll hit you with my rhythm stick character. So you begin to, uh, to root around in the... In the carts. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna cinch up this arm. You're not gonna have as much room of motion as you knew, you want would normally, but if you got a fracture, it'll take care of that. I hope these aren't filled with other body parts. Hey, maybe we could do that. Maybe I could uh, put an arm around your arm and hold it together. <laughs> That's not funny. I don't. <laughs> I'm laughing. Speaking as an unaffected GM, that's hilarious. All right, so you. Uh, you begin to dig around in the uh, around the carts and sort of in the muck and whatnot around them. The first thing you actually find is a bell. It's uh, it's obviously it was once hanging up above. Um, it's emblazoned with the symbol of Alderland. It's bronze and seems oddly out of place. You figure it's probably fallen at some point. You also, as you uh, you start cracking open these chests. You find uh, they're actually mostly empty. Bummer. But weirdly enough, well, mostly empty. There's a lot of feathers and excrement in several of them. Ugh. But you do find uh, five copper coins, two okay. silver coins. All right. And a silver in a silver chased drinking horn. Mine. <laughs> and as I don't think there's actually an appraise, and you know, worth sixteen silver. Holy cow! Hours. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the money with this one. This you had, is... Again, you had heard that you know you had been told that the uh, you know the war chest of the king was here, and it looks like you might have found it, or at least that something found it before you, because the chests weren't just open and filled with excrement; they'd been opened, filled, and then shut again. Well, let's look at barren chicken shit. See what's uh, what's going on there. <laughs> so uh, we'll we'll putter around around here anymore. Just see if there's anything. I don't think we should go into the cavern just yet. Yeah, but we'll do a full search. Well, the cave is you can see the back of the cave. Oh, okay. It's so, a, it's essentially just additional uh, space for the carts. It's just they had built it out into the ravine a little bit and take to take advantage of a natural. Gotcha. Cave. Okay, so it, it's not some weird beasties. Layering. No, okay. not at the moment anyway. We're not going to come across another snake chicken? I mean, if you really want to. So, you're going to make your way back up? Yeah, let's uh, climb up. I still got this <laughs> rope tied. So you, uh, I'm not going to make you roll for this. You, you make your way up without any additional 
damage. Damage, if you will. Uh, and you make your way across the chain. I think one one plummets enough for now. <laughs> that would be the best adventure. We were stuck <laughs> on a chain for two hours. <laughs> I kept falling off. That's horrible. Role-playing game. As you step in and you find it's a series of chambers and they were grand once. You see the remnants of silk and and old portraits that haven't been ton- that haven't been torn down still hang low in the walls, but a stench of rot and sharp acrid scent of elixir rolls out of the area. The rooms are filled with cauldrons, pools, broken pottery, dissection tables, and other items and things of a similar nature. Everything is covered with dust, but to your horror, you realize that the body parts of animals and humans have been nailed to the walls and have been alive probably until fairly recently. This is the wizard. This is his work. And you hear something moving in the, somewhere else in the chambers. Something large. Oh. All right. Definitely draw my, uh, my club out or have that ready. I'm going to have my sword in my left hand and my I'm pulling out my, uh, my spear as well. So if anything comes out, it's going to be an automatic. All right. You hear it shuffling around. It does not... What should be another snake chicken? <laughs> it does not appear to have detected your presence yet, whatever it is. Oh. Yeah. In this case... Ogan, put out that torch. So what are you going to do, gentlemen? Can we sneak attack it? You have to find it first. All right. You, <laughs> do you want to split up? You go left. I'll go right. I guess we split up. This is always a good plan. <laughs> well, we're going to flank it. We're not going to like, oh, you go into one room. I'll go into another. <laughs> so as you, uh, you slip off through these chambers, and it's obvious that at some point this was once... The, the bed chambers and living space for probably nobility, or at least someone higher up in the hierarchy of the keep. And every one of these chambers has been converted to some sort of horrific, somewhere between a laboratory and a torture chamber. As you're, uh, you're slipping through to the, towards the source of the noise, it's obviously moving through the hallways. And as you're coming through, uh, Wolfred, as you're coming through one of the areas, you see it move, you see something move past the doorway on the opposite side, and it's large. It's probably easily twice the length of a man, but probably not quite as tall. You don't get a good look at it in the shadows. All right, well, I'm going to just gesture to Olkin to come up beside me and, uh, and point that way, and then do the two hands far apart, that thing's honking big sign. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to attempt to ambush it? I guess we can. Should we wait till it comes out of the room and both stand on either side? So we get, like, will we get like flanking a bonus for that? Is there well, a if you mechanic? if you do ambush it, you can essentially you get a surprise round. So you basically get a free set of attacks or whatever you prefer to do. If we do it this way, it's got to turn and face one of us. So regardless of where we're attacking it, we're always going to be one of us is always going to get a flank. I'm going to whisper to you. I haven't seen any of these mercenaries. Wonder if it ate them. Ah, who cares? <laughs> I care. I don't want to be dessert. You're with me. You are okay. Just don't. You're going from the first to the next bridge. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, let's. You get on one side of this door. I'll get on the other. We'll wait for it to slide out. All right. Give me a sneak check with a, a with a. Uh, pardon me. With an, a plus two modifier. So you get an additional plus two. So for an additional plus, you mean does that mean two additional dice? Yes, two additional d6. Ooh, two that, extra skill that doubles dice. my die. <laughs> uh, well, don't forget your. Uh, well, you don't have it. I guess nobody has any skill in it. You right. don't both roll. It's it's a group roll. Oh, so, oh, so whoever has the best agility. That is 100 percent the the, uh, uh, the wolfkin. I took two agility damage. And what does that bring your agility to? Two. Do you have the skill? Uh, no. Okay, well that makes us tied because my normal is a two. Do you want to just both of us roll two die? Sure, we'll each roll two dice and we'll add it all together and see what we get. (laughs) All right. Hey! One success? Nope, no successes. All right, now it doesn't... It has a minimal chance. It doesn't actually notice. As you... You're you're standing on either side of this door, you know, weapons at the ready. And this... thing is the only way it can effectively be described comes stalking through it's the front half of it appears to be that of a lot the body of a lion or other great cat 
the rear is the back half of a tremendous scorpion. This is a creature that was never meant to draw breath. And it stalks through between you. It's it appears to be alive, but it shouldn't be. Alright, so yeah, I point it uh, Wolfred points at Alkin, points at the tail, does a cutting motion. I'm, I'm going to take a swipe at the tail. <laughs> Alright, so you're... Uh, Alright, well you guys basically have a surprise round, so you can perform one action. Okay. Slow action, fast action, either way. Let's uh, wallop I'm it. I'm attacking it. Okay, right. so I get my five strength die. Yep. My three melee die. Yep. My two sword die. Okay. And an extra die because I've got sword fighter. So right. as long as I'm attacking with a sword. I have a total of N die to chuck at this thing. Nice. Let's hope it's enough. But after that roll coming down the mountain, <laughs> I'll be coming down the mountain. Really fast. Yeah. <laughs> On D6s. Oh, yeah. One, two, three, four. Four D6s and two Okay. Well, the ones don't matter unless you want to push. I think four is enough. All right, so you, you uh, raise your sword up, I'm guessing, just... Are you trying to slash or... Uh... Slash. Okay, like, full, I want to I sever that tail. And you lash out at it. And you hit. And you had how, how many? Sixes? Four. And you slam into its carapace, and your sword bounces. Oh. But you okay. got its attention. Uh, uh, hello, Wolfred? Mrs. Garfield. Would you like to buy health insurance? <laughs> um... Oh, that is not what I was expecting. <laughs> so I guess out of the hopes that maybe uh, its head is less armored, I am going to try and drive my uh, my club just right between its eyes. All right. So I will take my strength dice, my uh, melee die, my club, and then I took hammer fighter, which is basically the same thing as sword fighter, awesome. just for blunt weapons, and I will roll. Okay, so I got one success. I am going to push because, holy cow, <laughs> that is terrifying. And I don't care about taking damage because if I fail this, I'll be taking it anyway. So I got two ones, but they are attribute. Okay. All right. And so I'm going to roll everything else, correct? Yep. Except your sixes, but yes. Right. Oh, that's much better. Okay, so that's total of three successes okay and so for the two ones because i pushed yep. i get those as willpower points uh you get a yes you get a will you get those as willpower points but you also take two points of strength damage right. because you basically strained yourself well do i also get four points of uh willpower did you have four banes but i had two banes i guess the other one was just damage from falling yeah, so just for Banes. It's not for damage, it's specifically right. for Banes. So and gravity doesn't give you willpower. <laughs> and you didn't push that roll, did you? I pushed the one where I was trying to climb across. When he was trying so to climb across, oh, you okay. did push. So I got two. I'm effectively at three willpower. Uh, don't forget, right. you've got your you know, abilities that can use I know. Like my, I, I've got some specific peddler abilities that take willpower, so now yes. I can finally use them. I can, if, if this thing pulls a bow, I can knock its arrows away. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Someone give the cat a bow. <laughs> All right, so that was three. Uh, All right, so yeah, you you uh, managed to wallop it in its unarmored section, and it shakes its head back and roars. That was not what I wanted. <laughs> I mean, you don't put it down, unfortunately. But it did this. The 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 squishy part did take some. Yeah. Okay. And now it's time for initiative. Okay. <laughs> what you got, gentlemen? I got a seven. I got a two. I got a nine. Yes! <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the oh. fates have been somewhat kind to you at this point. Well, they need to be. Yeah, they have. All right, so you are face-to-face with this giant Leonid scorpion beast. <laughs> Free action. Change of plans. Change <laughs> of plans. Hit it in the face. Hit it in the face. Uh, running is always an option. I'm just saying. I, I, I'm going to... Well, we're pinned on either side of it. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we made bad tactical decisions. <laughs> 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 yeah. They could turn out to be... And okay. you do you do actually notice that its muzzle is just smeared with blood. Oh no, it did eat all of them. 
Possibly. It could be its own. Hey, I'm the optimist here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. So, Olken, at the moment, unless you want to switch with Wolfred, you no, have I'll, the initiative. Can I stab it in the face? All right. Okay. I'm going to try and stab it in the face. <laughs> I'm going to hit. I'm going to stab the squishy bit. So, Olken's going to rear back and... Uh, well, first I'm going to roll to see if I do any of that. One. Really? Yeah, but I'm all, I think I'm going to try and push. Okay. I've only got one. Is the uh, the other... Are oh, those wait. both attribute dice? That had no, the just one of them. What's the other one? Uh, the other one was... Was it a skill a die? Skill die. Oh, you re-roll that. Skill okay. die do not count as bane. Oh, nice. Yeah, that is nice. Yes, you, you can never bane on a skill roll. You can on your attribute dice, but not specifically on your skill roll. Okay, I got another two. Yeah, two. And I got no other uh, banes from uh, attributes. So a total of two sixes? Yeah, it's a total of three. Oh, okay. oh three, okay. So I've so. got three. Uh, the longsword does two damage. So. Yeah, so your base stabby, is stabby two fun time. plus three successes is five. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to, like, basically, Alcon Rear's back says, I'm always hated cats for some particular reason, and just. Just waylay on this uh, on this scorpio cat, um, manta cat. Whatever it is, kill it, kill it, kill it, kill it. Kill so it. He, he does like a, I don't know, like a, I would like to say it's very like movement based. He spins. Do it a fancy flourish and slam your sword into its face. Yes. All right, Wolfred. It's all up to you, man. How how hurt does this thing look? It's hard to tell for something that's stitched together as an unnatural hell beast. And covered in the blood of other explorers. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So, Alkin's pinned on the other side of it. I'm on this side of it. I guess we just got to press on and hope we can we can lay this guy out. So, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to also attack. <laughs> Famous last words. Yeah. Um, that's two successes, and I've already pushed and taken damage. So... What's the base damage for your weapon? One. Okay. So three total damage, yeah. essentially. So, yeah, I'm going to stick with that. I mean, I mean, you hit it, but it doesn't seem... I mean, it looks like you hurt it. I mean, you hear it's a crunch, but it doesn't seem to have slowed it down, slowed it down any. And let's see what it does. It's scared of our manly might and runs away? It tells us it's a pacifist, and it's just here to clean up the mess by licking up all this rage. Huh. I'm actually going to on something right quick. Alright, so this thing lets forth with a roar, somewhere between a roar of a lion and the scream of a person being tortured. Just this unearthly noise that just seems to chill you your eight core. And this is going to be a fear attack, so it will hey. actually attack your wits. Can I parry this? No. <laughs> Luckily for you, I managed to get one success. So you both take a point of wits damage. Do we, do we have any sort of opportunity to soak that, or is it just... Not in this case. You don't really have any protection against it. Okay. All right. And it's back around. <laughs> I guess we just keep stabbing it until something gives. I mean, it, it hasn't killed us yet. We, we've done some damage to it. Maybe this will work. Okay. Uh, There's a reason my voice keeps going high. And like, <laughs> like, the thing is, we're stuck on either side, so we we could run, but and even if we run, it's like all we could do is maybe come back. Yeah, run to a different, like more defensible area. But I feel like we're pretty good by forcing it to split its attention. So yeah, I, I feel like this is the best of a bad situation. Yep. All right. Okay. I'm gonna take another couple of whacks. Oh, and die. Okay. So I got one six. <laughs> The dice do not like you. Not today. Mm. Um, but I only got one uh, one of my attribute die to, to call one, so I'm gonna can I push again? Yeah, I mean you can push. push again. I mean, you're... Oh yeah. Well it's second time. Uh, it's another four. Yeah, another four sixes. And how many ones? Just one one my attribute die. Okay. Uh, so you take an additional point of strength as far as that goes. Uh, Alright, you actually you managed to a huge chunk of flesh from the spot essentially where the two halves join but it's still moving oh man you can see like organs pulsing and writhing inside it all right well i mean i'm i'm two dice down on my attacks because i took strength damage from pushing but i'm 
I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm gonna keep on going and just hope for the best. <laughs> Edit real good. Yeah. All right. Oh, that's two successes. Um. That's one. I got a one on that attribute. I don't feel like I should risk pushing that. And yeah. not if you want to. That's that's total of three. Okay. So you you strike it, but it's still it's still moving. It, you, you get the distinct feeling that this creature is either fully active or dead. Okay. It doesn't. You know, it does not seem to grow tired or feel pain. Because it's an unnatural magical abomination. Pretty much. Great. It turns on Olkin. Okay. And it just lunges its head forward and tries to clamp its jaws shut like a, a trap. So would this be a time to use that parry mechanic? You can certainly try. Oh, right. Um, so I get a one, plus one to parry because I'm a sword fighter. Uh, what does also parry use? All right. So this thing lunges forward and attempts to bite you. And you're going to try and parry? Of course. Okay. So what that is, since this is a punch, kick, or bite... Um, you get a plus two bonus to your parry. Awesome. Uh, and your parry is essentially a an opposed melee roll. So your melee plus your gear bonus for your uh, sword, I'm assuming that you're parrying with. Yeah. Because it does have the parry feature because it's a long sword. And basically every success you get will eliminate a success of damage from the attack. Awesome. Um, I also have the sword fighter skill, so I get a uh, plus one to parry with my sword. Excellent. Nice. Which is good for you because I'm rolling eight dice. Oh. Well, I'm rolling... <laughs> Nine. Ha-ha. <laughs> well, hope for a lot of sixes then. Let's hope the dice have suddenly just turned in my favor. Let's be friends, dice. One has escaped, but is on the floor. All right, so how many... Uh, I got three... Sorry, uh, yeah, I got three successes on the attack. Oh, did I? Ah, yeah. so you actually managed to... I figure you bring the pommel of your sword across, and as it's trying to lunge forward to bite you, you sidestep and just sort of smack it in the side of the, the side of the head to deflect it off to the side. Poop the snoot. <laughs> yeah, you get the distinct feeling that might have taken off an arm if you had not uh, had not successfully deflected it. You guys are doing far better than I expected you were going to. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, it's back to you guys. Okay. So it since we had defined this as oh no no this is parrying is a it takes your action if you don't have anything. Special, yes, right? it essentially yeah. consumes a fast action. So oh, your fast next, action. yeah, it, parrying and uh, dodging are fast actions. So your next go round, you lose your fast action. But you can still take your slow action of attacking. Yeah, uh, or, okay. you can, or you can take a fast action in place of your slow action. But yes, I'm gonna ask a question here. You did say that we knocked a chunk out of it, and we can now see organs. Does that open up for a weak point, or is that just you being cinematic? It's more me being cinematic, and the fact that its armor, its carapace, and its armor have been damaged as you guys have been doing damage. Okay. Because as attacks go by your armor, your armor takes damage. All right. So I'm just gonna take another whack at it. I can't run. I could either run or I can take a whack, and I'm gonna. I think my character would take a whack. And if you run, it's a cat. It'll chase you. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a big fluffy tail. It'll be all over that. That's just a disturbing mental image. <laughs> one six. One six. One six. Yay. Uh, now, here's the thing. Okay. I only got one attribute, one. So I can push and roll all of these die again to take what? To take another swing. I'm feeling, I, I have a feeling that it might be close to death. I just have, we've whacked a couple of. We've we've done some damage, but I don't know, man. It's it's got a lot of hit points, and I mean, you could risk versus reward. Um, I'm just trying to think of like what, what would be true to the character. Like, what would he do? Go out in a blaze well, of glory. I mean, if, if you think he's gonna, you know, like we always say, this is low fantasy. If you think he's gonna like strain his mighty thews and leave as hard as possible, then yeah, I mean, pushing constantly makes sense. But if you're like, well, maybe he's gonna keep a little in the tank in case he has to run away because discretion is the better part of valor. That's a good point. Uh, I think I will go all in and just get, try and hack it. Okay, <laughs> all right, let's do it. I think it's just what he would do. It, uh, he would go for that. Uh, right, that's not one. Oh, and sixes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's great. All right, so you know what? That's enough. How do you kill it? So he takes nice. the sword, jumps up in the air, and just right into the middle of it where the, he knocked that chunk off and like goes to like push the blade right across, cutting it in. All right, so you take your you take your sword in both hands and just straining, you just cleave this thing in half. The two halves fall apart and just start 
flopping around violently and eventually they just sort of grow still and you're both badly battered at this point yes uh mostly due to straining less due to the gm because the gm could not roll very well but <laughs> we're we're one arm up against the wall you know hunched over <sighs> Auckland's yeah. just standing there shaking because he is now covered in the blood of two animals and he's just like this is so gross yeah you're covered in this sort of unnaturally thick black ichor and yeah you're you're both you're exhausted you're hurting you're really kind of shaken up from the from the wits damage yeah so like as as we're I think we're gonna need a minute to recover here yep so, as there is, like, these labs, mm -hmm. is there anything that looks like, <laughs> and I'm probably looking in the wrong end of the spectrum here, um, <laughs> is there anything that looks like it would help us heal? Is there any items that looks like it would give us an extra? Not really. I mean, you find, you're searching through, I, you know, I assume that you're going to give the lab a quick search. Yeah. Or the rooms a quick search. You find some different urns like in glass jars containing what were obviously experiments for example you find a large thick-walled glass jar with some sort of strange green fluid and there's an eyeball in it and it's darting back and forth and looking at you and similar such things well while but i wouldn't recommend opening them up and drinking them while olkin is doing that wolfred is thinking you know if this thing's wandering around here it either got loose or it was his guardian. And if it's his guardian, I bet that poison, I bet everything's susceptible to it. So I am going to try and harvest the poison out of this thing. All right. Huh. That's, uh... Olkin's going to turn to him and say, what are you doing? You can't eat that. <laughs> sure you can. You just got to cook it right. You can eat anything if you're brave enough. So I have both healing and crafting. I don't know which one. Uh, That's that an interesting question. I also have survival. Can I give some assistance? Sure. I think at this point I'm going to say healing because you're essentially trying to remove the, the venom sack. Okay. Yeah, because I know there are rules for poison, but they were rare, so I didn't really look at them, so I didn't know. Yeah, you know what? In this case, though, yeah. this, Yeah. Let's see if you can uh, successfully pull the, the venom sack. Okay. I will grab my number dice equal my empathy. I'll grab my uh, skill and my gear. He's giving you a plus one, but I'm going to say this is difficult, so I'm actually going to give you a minus one. So okay. It's just you. So those two... We'll, we'll balance each other out. Okay. Oh, oh, nice. That's four successes. That's actually five, isn't it? Because you've got another one right there. No, that was just a die. Oh, that was an extra die. Yeah, gotcha. no, I wish. Well, four Still. successes? That Yeah. yeah. You, uh, you see Wolfred. Olkin, you see Wolfred, like, shoulders deep in the hind quarters of this... Thing. And finally, he just gives this shout of triumph and he comes out with this giant, slimy sack, functionally, the venom sack. Vulcan's going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look at you and go, crowd control. Uh, so this is a paralyzing poison oh. with a potency of nine. Holy cow. Yeah, so it's lucky the thing did not actually. Uh, oh, we'd have been super dead. Can you explain <laughs> the potency to me? Um, it, well, it's essentially how strong the uh, the poison is, and let me double check. But I believe the potency is straight up the number of dice. Yeah, I don't I don't know how what the numbers are, but I know under the trade goods there are four example poisons, and they have a potency of three. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. this is this is nasty <laughs> uh, stuff. I'm so glad it decided to bite me now. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. So poisons are measured by potency. A weak poison is a potency of three. Strong is a potency of six. Extremely potent is a potency of nine. Um, essentially, base dice equal to the potency against endurance. Whoa. So nine dice, it's it's very strong. Wow. Yeah. Um, and let's see. You know what? Roll. Let's see how. Roll me a d6. Let's see how many doses you actually effectively get out of this thing. I got a four. Not bad. So you have four doses wow. of an extremely potent paralytic. That'd be, that could be a game changer. Yeah. But now what you come up against. Okay. So, what are you guys going to do now? You, as I said, you are just... I think healing would be a, a good priority because... Well, you're gonna, do you want to fortify somewhere and rest? 
why don't we why don't we poke around these last few rooms? Because if it's got that blood that was on its muzzle, that's probably some of these uh, these other treasure hunters. Maybe some of them are still around. Maybe. Yeah, no, I agree. Maybe they're needing help. Maybe they're hurt. Maybe they can give us some help. Yeah. Strengthen numbers. That might help too. Yeah. Uh, Olkin's not going to admit that he needs help. <laughs> so let's let's look through these these couple of rooms that are like specifically where it was coming from mm-hmm. the fir- when it walked across the first time and then what it came back out of. You do find what you would guess is the scene of a battle and it tore some uh, you're actually having trouble telling if it was one or two people uh, at this point to complete shreds. I mean, there are some identifiable pieces like a hand. Um, large portions of them are missing. You're guessing it probably ate them. I guess they rolled. They rolled poorly. Yes, yeah. these are Esgers, man. But yeah, they're. It was a massacre. Is there any of their equipment still intact, kicking about? As you always have to look. <laughs> you find. Uh, you actually do find a longbow. Oh, nice! Um, hey. In the corner, it's it's apparently been sort of flung away during during the combat. It's laying haphazardly up on some uh, some of those creepy jars. They tried to give it to the cat. Yeah. Tried to get it to play with it. Uh, and you find a you do find a dagger and a badly smashed fiddle, oddly enough. <laughs> fiddle. Um, there are the remnants of armor, but it's just that remnants. Okay. Um, Music soothes the savage breast. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Maybe I can get it to dance. <laughs> but yeah, that's all that you find that's really salvageable. Okay. okay. Um, otherwise, like I said, this room is absolutely bathed in blood. You have a dagger, don't you? Yeah, I do. Okay, I was just thinking for use for that poison. Uh, that's a good point, because I have a knife. It's slightly technically different than a dagger. So yeah, I'll, yeah. Take, I'll take that out too. All right, so yeah, let's uh, let's go into the other room where there's not <laughs> dead bodies. <laughs> where there aren't other bits and bobs of... Uh, Olkin's right. actually going to say, like, he's going to, while he's doing this, he's going to say, like, it's like a, not a prayer, but, like, he's going to, like, stand over them and just, like, treat them with respect because they went down fighting. All right. Kind of a Viking sort of. Yeah, he, he does it over the cat, too, because it was, like, in honor of the fight, you know? Right. All right, gentlemen, so now what? Do you I, press on? Do you fortify and try and rest? Is there a room that we could find that only has one entryway? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can find what was probably at some point a small bedchamber. Why don't we... Here's the question. Can we actually find a door? <laughs> uh, several of them do have relatively intact doors. Okay. Oh, that's good. Um, so you want to hole up in one of these rooms, rest for the evening? Oh, and, definitely. All right. Because I assume after climbing through these places and falling down and climbing up and fighting and all that, I was like, yeah, we're probably, probably tired. It's probably late. <laughs> yeah, you're... It's really not that late in the day, but you've had... It's been eventful. Right. <laughs> Let's just uh, say. So, it, unfortunately, it's going to be unpleasant, but I'm going to take some of those pieces of armor from the other room mm-hmm. and use them over the night. I'm going to do a crafting check to try and fix my armor. Okay. All right. Well, give me. Uh, go ahead and give me the crafting check while we're... Okay. So, that's strength, which is not very high, <laughs> and skill. <laughs> nope. Mm. Yeah. You're, you're just having trouble. It's just not not patching well. The, right. the, the, the nature of the slash, you just don't have enough material. Okay. All right, so you guys are going to, uh, I'm assuming, going to just hold up. Is anybody going to try and keep watch, or are you just hoping the door holds? Because you're both fairly well hurt. Sleep up against the door. <laughs> that way they're going to push it open. All right, so you fortify up in a room, and you're going to rest for a quarter day. Um, since you are able to rest, and at this point nothing else happens, you actually get all of your attribute points back. Oh, nice. That's after wonderful. that quarter day. Okay, so that's very cool. Yeah. You haven't suffered any sort of critical injuries. You weren't broken or anything of that sort. So you get all your attribute points, so your wit, your agility, and your strength and all that. You get that back. Very nice. That's good because I needed all three of those. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, now do we do the consumables thing where you roll the die equal to your stuff? Uh, yeah. Yeah, go ahead and roll for your, uh, your rations because you will need to eat. Okay, I got a five for my food. And a two for my water. I think okay. that maybe my water goes down. Uh, is it on a two? I thought it was only on a one. Maybe right. I'm not. We'll look and we'll, we'll look off air. And if yeah. it does, it does. I got a three and a two. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll look off air, but we'll assume that if you didn't get a one in this case, you're fine. Okay. All right. Um, and if it comes up, you know, if we figure out differently, we'll say so. But okay. Just for the purposes of this. 
Oh, no, I finally flipped to it. Uh, if the die shows a 1 or a 2, you must just decrease the resource die one step. Okay. From so a D8 to a D6. D8 to a D6. And if you had... Did you both have D8? I did. I think I, you both had D8 ration. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you're, you're now down to a D6. You've consumed... Some of your enough of your stores that it, it's decreased. I'm assuming that Olkin was very thirsty and uh, <laughs> probably, but he was using the silver urn the whole time. <laughs> Killing scorpions is thirsty work. I, I think that's he's gonna be like smart enough against uh, Wolfred. He's like, See me kill that scorpion. <laughs> uh, I did, and uh, had a mighty roar. I think we need to shake our nerves out a little bit with this uh, dwarven brandy. <laughs> And you will suffer wits damage. No, <laughs> it's really good branding. I think uh, I think uh, Olkin would become more witty after. Uh-huh. All right, so you're gonna, I'm assuming, proceed on into the next zone of the keep at um, this point. Once you've rested up and yeah, after, after we do our rest and all that stuff. All right, so you guys uh, leave your fortified resting area. You feel much better, uh, refreshed, less sore, and all of that. And you step out of the the series of rooms and up a flight of stairs into what appears to have once been a tower. Uh, the roof is collapsed in on a, a theater whose galleries climb the inner walls of the tower. Uh, you see a handful of large flying creatures screech close to the ceiling as soon as you step inside. And the silhouette of their winged bodies can be seen against the open sky above. The center stage of the tower has been smeared with excrement and covered with rancid remains of their feasts. Oh no. Ulkin's gonna turn, look at you, pull out his sword, point at you and say, stick some of that poison on this thing. And we'll see y'all next week. <laughs> there you have the second episode of Fortunes Untold, The Forbidden Lands Review. We hope you liked it. If you did, by now our iTunes should be up and running, and if so, we'd appreciate it if you left us a review. Or you can just tell us directly. We're Fortunes Untold Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Fortunes Untold. Next up is the conclusion of the story and our final thoughts on the system. So thanks for listening, and roll on.